pizza, like wood fire oven pizza business uh-huh. at the first place we went to, which was super cute. And I had the like yummiest cocktail and I had like mozzarella stuffed fried olives, which were insane. Ooh. Yeah, so good. Like ridiculous. And then I had that pizza that was really nice. And then I had a scotch egg at like a <laughs> Scottish pub that we went to, mm-hmm. which there are not enough scotch eggs on menus. I'm sorry. I feel like it's all that I see lately. Anytime I go to like Ugh. anywhere somewhat trendy, it's like scotch egg. I love a scotch egg. I need the sausage meat in there to be kind of spicy though. I feel like that's traditional, isn't it? I mean, it's, I don't know. I've I feel never like had most one, of the time so. it's kind of mild. Mm. Anyways, had that. What else did I eat? I had. Ooh, I had grilled octopus that slapped. Hmm. Yeah, that was really good. And just, like, lots of, like, nice little coffees and, like, nice little pastries and stuff like that. And also, like, so many cute bars that had such nice, like, selections of wine, good cocktails, mm. everything like that. There was one place, or there several places we went to, where they're literally using Blanton's bottles as table decor because they have such access to this stuff. And the entire time I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. So we've used up our allocated one bottle this year. We'll get another one in, like, six months. Good, good. It's going well. But I thought that, like, Blanton's, like, people would come to Canada because, like, Americans would come to Canada because then we had the Blanton's that they didn't Yeah, but I think that has to do with something with, like, collector versions as opposed to others. But, like, literally, we can't get another bottle of Blanton's for work. We're sold out of it for whenever it's done. And they're Mm. using it as table decor. At one place, I counted, they had 12 bottles just, like, on the shelves. I was like, okay, so you have 12 different Blanton's. That's great. It's not not about the Blanton's. It's just that America's the land of excess. (laughs) And I ate a lot of good food. So, there you go. Well, that's great. What's the nicest thing you've eaten recently? For someone who's only eating takeout right now, I feel like I haven't had. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I. So you're gonna whip up the nicest meals in your brand new kitchen. It'd be so exciting. The stove was in right now, and I was like, "Ooh, fits perfectly. Looks so fresh. Even oh. it's covered in dust, but it's fine." I'm so happy for you. <sighs> what have I eaten that's really good yesterday? Recently, you know what? My mom made a great salad, mm. and it's like I one of those. I haven't eaten a vegetable in a year. I know. I'm really trying to like consciously eat more vegetables. Like mm-hmm. be, I think because I'm eating out so much, it's like mm-hmm. you got to get them in. And the the tendency that I have is to go for like, I don't know, like cheese and carb heavy mm-hmm. things because it's like I'm paying for it. And, like I want it to like be tasty, but it's like also I need to eat, I need to eat a vegetable. I'm trying so hard to just eat salads for lunch. I mean, I didn't do it today. I'd beef dip because I'm like, well, if I have to eat at work, I should eat something semi-healthy at least. Yeah. Which like is delicious as well. And I always feel better when I do. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So it's like one of those kind of like TikTok, like chop salad situations. Mm, yum. But it was like kind of like a, what do they call it? Oh, like a summer roll. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, salad. So yeah. it had like vermicelli like noodles. This. Yeah. Like yes, cabbage, yes, carrots. Yes, yes, yes. And like the dressing was like pureed like carrot ginger peanut dressing Mm. like a full carrot like blended in the vitamix damn so good that sounds really good it was i was like oh you know what sleeping on carrots yeah even though i know i've been saying (laughs) my suggestion for vegetarian dish carrots a hundred (laughs) ways um oh and plus you literally just got back from portland and there was nothing but carrots yeah everything was carrots even in seattle it was also like carrot carrot, i saw a few things and i was just like marika would love this I would have loved that. Yeah. Oh my God. I love you, Elsie. I love you so much. You can hear this. But there are times when I'm just like, girl, I just want to eat this. And she's like, we'll get this. And I was like, mm, I wanted the carrots. <laughs> um, but it was lovely regardless. Also, I realized that I need to change my answer because on the way home, we stopped at Costco and I had a slice of pizza when I was deeply, <laughs> deeply hungover. I was like sitting in the Costco, like basically crying. Oh my goodness. 
and I ate cheese pizza and it made everything a lot better. You know what? My mom and I got a vegan, or I don't know, I think they called it like plant-based mm. strawberry frozen yogurt from Ikea the other day. <gasps> it was perfect. That it sounds was so good. It was so good. It was perfection. It Everybody was like, it was is the perfect snack. sleeping on Ikea's cafeteria. The best. It's trash, but in the best way possible. Yes. A hot dog? Ugh. Yes. Fuck, we gotta go. I have to go back because I'm going to need more things. Take me with you. Yeah, I want to go. go. We'll just... I want to eat like 10 hot dogs and then I want to <laughs> try that ice cream. Perfect. <clears throat> and I'm going to get sim buns for the road. You know what they don't have at Costco? What? Truffles. <laughs> um, I Honestly, I don't believe you. Um, I don't even know if I believe me either. But that is the topic of today's episode of Pantry Staples. An incredible segue. Thank you. The podcast where we dish on your favorite foods. Hi, I'm Marika. And, and I'm Emily. Oh, sorry. She hasn't right. turned off her notifications. I don't know how. It's like, you know, this it's, is we only don't have our, time for this. What is this? Like our 27th episode? I don't normally get texts during this because nobody texts me except for like you and my mom. I feel like over the, the scheme of this entire uh, podcasting endeavor, I've had to edit out no fewer than 10 notifications from your phone. Me? Probably really? like three in one episode ones. Hmm. My mom had a lot to say that day. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I'm going to tell us about Truffles. Please do. Oh, oh sorry. Now my notifications are back. <laughs> Played yourself, fool. Oh, wait. Do I just hit the, like, silent button? Is that what does it? Yes. Oh. I don't know why I didn't think that that was it. I thought that was just for, like, if you're watching a video on here. Anyways. Also, I just want you to know that I'm very excited to hear about Truffles. I feel like I didn't properly respond to, with, like, the enthusiasm that w- it's warranted. Because I am genuinely stoked AF. May I tell you a very quick story about truffles? No, I w- here's okay. Here's my here's my thing. Mm. So my notes be- are um, a chaotic mix of shocking, mostly just um, copy and paste from Wikipedia mm-hmm. because my brain is uh, in construction hell. Marika's had a very tough week and a half, two weeks, <laughs> three weeks, three weeks. Jesus fuck. 14 days. I'm surprised you're keeping it as cute as you are. Uh, it's mostly fine. It's just it makes it hard to think yeah and do yeah and so like i did this at a coffee shop but i like sprinted out of my house on monday morning Mm. um for fear that the flooring guy was coming at any minute so (laughs) horrifying but anyway so i would love to hear like i think it's i definitely have facts but i don't have as much like cultural like commentary flavor as i would like yeah it's not as it's honestly like it's a lot of like science 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 Um, I think in like an okay way. Just kidding. I'm excited. <laughs> but so yes, please give me all of your anecdotal truffle nonsense. I only have one anecdotal truffle Perfect. thing. It's that one day at work, we're there doing our thing. Mm-hmm. And can I say like Warren uh, <laughs> has to get up in the middle of his lunch to go meet his truffle person who just <laughs> flown in from Paris or front flown in from France or something and had like a shipment of truffles for him that he was like picking up. And I just remember thinking that's the stupidest thing. But also I love that you got a truffle guy. I think it's actually a truffle lady. That's so cool. Right? I was like, I wish somebody was dropping me off some truffles. That would be very nice. That's like, that's like cartoon rich person behavior. It really is. But, like, like, in a cute way. Oh, for sure. Like, it's also, like, cartoon cat. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. gotta go meet my... Yeah. Gotta see a man about a truffle. (laughs) Anyways, so I always thought that was very funny. And I was like, Mm -hmm. if there's one thing that makes truffles 
more like rich people luxury food it's having them flown in directly to you at the restaurant yeah so there you go that's all i have like i don't even know if we have like a solid truffle truffleman i don't think you do i mean we have fresh shaved truffles on the menu Mm. yeah because you guys are fancy ish (laughs) (laughs) anyways tell me everything okay so let's start with biology a truffle to get scientific of like what it is yes i mean i don't and why it fits into this sporgasborg of season um so truffle is the fruiting body of a subterranean ascomycete fungus predominantly one of the many species of the genus tuber Hmm. so they're basically mold potatoes mold potatoes good what can't the potato do truly um (laughs) but no i think that's more um Tuber actually is like, um, is a Latin term that truffle is like derived from. Okay, interesting. Or the vulgar Latin, as Wikipedia says. The vulgar Latin. Vulgar Latin tufera, which means swelling or lump. Ew. Yeah. I love that. I know. Um, in terms of like what something else that would be like considered a tuber, is that like taro root or would that be like any of like the sweet potatoes like that sort of stuff underground is it like mushrooms are no mushrooms aren't tubers because that's not at all the same thing no and i think it's almost the thing where it's like truffles aren't like they're mushroom like they're fungus Mm -hmm. but they're not mushrooms does that make sense all mushrooms are fungus but not all funguses are mushrooms i think yes nailed it like and so i think the two the tuber genus mm-hmm. is like it denotes an undergroundness ah right so like potatoes are underground yeah and like lumpy i mean some other things are underground carrots they're not lumpy though but a carrot is a root like i think the thing with yeah oh like you don't they don't like pop up out of the ground well potatoes have like trees yeah you can see like Listen, I didn't look up that part. Okay, anyway, sorry. This is way off topic now. It's fine. So they're tubers. Yeah. Moldy tubers. They're a tuber. They're from the genus tuber, but they are a fungus. They are, to be even more specific, specific an ectomycorrhizal fungi, mm. um, which uh, basically means that they are found in close association with tree roots. That's neat. Okay. So, like, that's why, like, I, which I always knew. It's like, oh, yeah, like, truffles always grow under, like, oak trees or whatever. And they're, like, associated with acorns. And that's not even just because, like, that's where, I don't know. They have actually, like, what this term, ectomycorrhiza, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's the term for a symbiotic or mutually beneficial relationship. I was going to say it's symbiosis, baby. It's absolutely symbiosis between the fungus and the roots of a different plant. Cool. So in the case of truffles, um, the truffles themselves are providing essential nutrients to the host trees, uh, which are commonly oak, but also pine, poplar, birch. Um, Elm, I bet. Um, I think not elm. Like beech, I think, was mm. in there. Um, hazelwood is like another. So like kind of, um, yeah, like those kind of. When they say that they're providing those nutrients, how exactly are they doing that? Do you know? No. Okay. But I think it's the kind of thing where they're, like, they're absorbing a certain part, part of the, like, nutrients from the soil and then giving that to 
the tree is like okay. picking that up off of them. And then they are taking carbohydrates from the tree's roots. Oh, interesting. And like soaking that up, which is like to the point, and they've been doing this for so long and are so specifically evolved for this kind of relationship that most uh, truffle varieties have actually lost the enzymes necessary to survive in soil without a host root system. Interesting. Like you can't just plant truffles like in a pot in your house. They need like a full. You need to have an oak tree. Yeah. And like eight years plus. Interesting. Yeah. Like they're very finicky, which is, yeah, which we will get to um, a little bit later. But there's even like another symbiosis um, with truffles. They the pigs, are. Yeah. Hmm? The pigs. No, I'm teasing. Um, not, yeah, kind of. Mm. So truffles, fruit, or spore mm-hmm. underground. Um, so the dispersal of further truffle plants is only accomplished, accomplished through fungivores, a.k.a. animals that eat fungus. Oh, much in the same way that we see, like, okay, avocados getting transported by, like, jaguars pooping them out. So it's like, if you have, like, the truffle pigs, they're in there, they're eating them, and then they go and poop all the little spores out. Yes. Near some trees. And then the three of those things make a perfect little system yeah. to shave over your pasta. Yes, exactly. Oh. Um, and actually, so, um, so pigs, yes, but actually in North America, flying squirrels mm. are, like, the peak of the truffle, um, like... Triangle. Triumvirate. Yeah, triumvirate. triumvirate. Um, Ugh, patent and, that. <laughs> flying squirrels are particularly adapted to finding truffles using a heightened sense of smell, visual clues, and long-term memory of the growing sites. Interesting. I know. So they remember where all these things, like not specifically, I guess, but they know like, okay, this is around where I got to take a peek. I think pretty specifically being oh. like, oh yeah, like this tree has been known to have wow. truffles. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And like, I think it really throws to shame all of the like squirrels n- losing where they hide their nuts. <laughs> yeah, this they're redeeming themselves quite heavily here. Like they yeah. do not look as silly as we thought they were. No, hmm. they're just gardening. Leave them alone. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, there's, there's the science corner. Now let's get into the history of the troughs. Um, again, we're really entering peak copy and paste mm, here. Perfect. Era here. Um, okay, so first, the first mention of truffles, um, according to Wikipedia, appears in the inscriptions of the Neo-Sumerians. Ooh. Uh, when they were talking about their, um, Amorites, the Amorites, mm-hmm. who were their enemies, um, and they would be the ones eating the truffles interesting yeah so th- oh wait hey did they have a term for them that's like the truffle eaters is something like it is a dig on them in their writings i think are you thinking of lotus eaters no i Greeks? feel like i'm well i knew that one already but i feel like there is a term like mm. something like maybe i am just thinking about lotus eaters but i could have sworn that i heard something like that never mind ignore this mm. Mm, ignore, nothing's ignore. come up immediately mm. in classical times hmm the Emily Grayson of it all. Um, the origins of truffles were very mysterious. Uh, Plutarch, <laughs> classic, um, and others as well, were convinced that truffles were the result of lightning, warmth, and water in the soil. That's really funny. Well, Juvenal. Okay. Do you know him? Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah, he's... I recognize the name. Anyway, he's around. He thought that thunder and rain were instrumental to truffle growth. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because, like, fungus needs moisture and, like, heat. Sure. But, yeah. like, not lightning and storms, but sure. No. Cicero deemed that they were <laughs> children of the earth. 
Oh, fucking Aww. Cicero. <laughs> I can't help but love that. <laughs> it's very cute. And um, Dioscorides? Mm-hmm. Dioscorides? Dioscorides? I have no idea how to pronounce that awesome. one now. I mean, did you think I was going to know? I don't know. You're the one who took classics. Um, he thought that they were tuberous roots, where he's like, not wrong, hmm. but he's not right. Interesting. Yeah. And it's like, I think the thing with like the thunder mm-hmm. and like lightning and stuff, like it's, I don't know. I read some other things where I didn't take notes and I was like, I don't know. There were a lot of like websites where it's like clearly people trying to sell their like mm. truffles. Like it got into like that yeah. kind of a territory and they're all like, they were thought to be aphrodisiacs. Mm. And it was from Zeus's thunderbolts. Everything gets and, you so horny back in the day. It's like, I don't like, I don't know if it did. They didn't think that. I don't know if they thought that. I also wonder too, if that has to do with like the time of year that storms would happen at most frequently, like mm. when you would get, cause like lightning doesn't happen all year round at the no. same frequency. Um, so I wonder if it was just like, that's when the harvest of them or like when they were more prevalent was happening. That's, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Cause I think that there are like summer and winter truffles. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. Like in terms of like stormier seasons. Yeah, I guess. Or you're more likely to be like out hunting and like wandering fields in summer. The Romans are a farming people, which is what we forget. They lost their way when they went and started becoming a professional army, and that's when it all went to hell. Gotta keep it agrarian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in the Middle Ages, of course, they kind of... I was going to say, no one's eating truffles then. No, they were like, I don't know, what is what are these? Almost seems like it would have been, like, of the Middle Ages time. Like, I don't know, like a lumpy brown. Oh, aesthetically, there's nothing more <laughs> on brand than a truffle. But, like, the idea of them having something flavorful and delicious, it's just like, no, they were too busy eating other moldy things. Oh, my goodness. I feel like that's eonist. I don't know. Anyway. It is. I, <laughs> we've had numerous conversations about this, but, like, I genuinely, when I picture the Middle Ages, I assume no one knows how to read. Yeah. I assume... It's the most disgusting, horrible time in the whole world. And I refuse, even like if there's evidence of people being like, I was fine. I had a nice time, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nope, didn't happen. Not true. I know. It's the Renaissance, the Renaissance talking. Mm. Uh, Speaking of, uh, truffle hunting is mentioned by Bartolomeo Platina, a papal historian in uh, about 1481. Mm. He recorded that the sows of (laughs) Notza were without equal in hunting truffles, but that they needed to be muzzled to prevent them from eating the crops. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Again, during the Renaissance, truffles were regaining popularity in Europe. Um, They were honored at the court of King Francis I of France. Of course, if there's a friend. I didn't even know. I literally was trying so hard not to say anything about it. I was like, thank God you did. Because a part of me was just going to be like, they had a Francis of France. That seems fucking weird. Was he the like, first king of Did they France? just name it after him? Was he like, did they change the name of the country after he came about? I don't know. Worth looking into. Truly. It's a conspiracy theory. You heard it here first. France named after Francis. Um, In the 1780s in um, France, there were Parisian markets that imported uh, seasonal truffles from, like, it's basically, like, the peasants in the countryside had always been, like, enjoying these truffles. Mm. And then by the 1780, Paris is like, um, yeah, we're going to need those to come to the city, please. Like, these are not for peasants anymore. I'm the most on-brand thing France has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> the most on-brand thing that truffles have ever experienced. Truly. The, Fran- the French culinary, I don't know, writer, historian, mm-hmm. Briat Savarin, mm-hmm. 
We've talked about him all the time. Um, in 1825, he notes that the truffles were so expensive, they appeared only at the dinner tables of great nobles and kept women. <gasps> <laughs> Same, bro. Yeah. Nothing changes. Um, speaking of Briat Severin, mm. he uh, did not believe that truffles were able to be cultivated he was like nope can't be done they're only in the wild he says he's not wrong apparently well okay so he's his quote is the most learned men have sought to ascertain the secret and fancied they discovered the seed their promises however were vain and no planting was ever followed by a harvest this perhaps is all right for as one of the great values of truffles is their dearness perhaps they would be less highly esteemed if they were cheaper Mm, i mean capitalism <laughs> it's true it's like wow the more things change the more they stay the same oh, preach. so he was saying that i think again in about 1825 which just proves how much he was like not very good at being a culinary historian because <laughs> as early as 1808 um french uh trufficulture which is basically attempts to cultivate truffles had been successful really yes in 1790, we see Pierre II, or Pierre II Moléon of Loudun in okay. Western France. Um, he was the first person to kind of notice the obvious symbiosis between the oak tree, rocky soil, and truffles. And he attempted to reproduce that exact environment, like in a manufactured kind of sense. Hmm. What did that look like, I wonder? Um, he ex- so he took acorns from trees known to have produced truffles mm-hmm. and basically planted them in his own like plot of land with the same kind of like chalky soil. Interesting. Okay. Just like in a place where there hadn't been trees before. He planted them. Yeah, I think like basically like he's got a field and he's just like, okay, I know that oak trees that truffles have been found around oak trees and specifically like these kinds. So I'm going to take their acorns, plant them here. And I mean, it took like years, but eventually he did have a full oak tree and truffles beneath. Cool. This is maybe a silly question, Mm. but what countries are we talking about when we're talking about truffles being like naturally found? Because obviously when we think about it, I think like France and Spain or not Spain, Italy. Yeah. So those two, is there other countries besides that? I think originally that's pretty much it. And then Um, you're saying America as well, because in America, yeah, but that was again, like those, they took French, like, I don't know, like acorns or whatever like that i don't mm. uh, this is the thing where it's like i didn't quite because it's not like a seed mm. like you could kind of like i think you could maybe like inoculate like take the spores or whatever i was gonna say or like you plant one a full truffle <laughs> yeah you have to poop your yeah you have to poop it yourself <laughs> it's the only way yeah you have to be one with the <laughs> truffle and the oak um i feel like it's um, like you could probably just like plant a truffle. A truffle. Yeah, that Or, makes like, kind of, like, cut up pieces and put it in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But um, that was, like, much later. Like, the 80s? I think oh, I, I think I have that later anyway, in my sorry. And then in, like, South America, they've started. And in New Zealand, they have some now, too, in Australia. Cool. Yeah. But all of that is, like, Interesting. very manufactured, very... But, like, the indigenous homeland of this would be... France and Italy. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yes. 1847. Auguste Rousseau of Carpentras, mm-hmm. he planted uh, 17 acres of oak trees. Mm. 
um, again, using acorns from trees that were known to have already been truffle Truffle-fied. Yes, truffle-fied. Um, and then subsequently obtained large harvests of truffles. He received a prize at the Paris World's Fair in 1855. They're like, good, good job, him. bro. The most French award. I know. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is all, like, 19th century. Pretty recent, actually. Like, we're really going around. Mm-hmm. But then, in the late 19th century, so pretty soon after all of this, we have an epidemic of phylloxera. Ah. Which are destroying all of the vineyards in southern France. Yeah. Maybe we know of it. We've heard. They Truff- don't stop talking about no. it, frankly. Never. France has never emotionally recovered. <laughs> it was the most dire of times. <laughs> Other people had, like, you know, genocides, wars, famines, like the potato famine. Back in France, was just like, guys, I can't get a drink for love or money around here. Sacre bleu. <laughs> Les <vies. laughs> Um... So trufficulture mm-hmm. became an important source of income for affected vineyard owners. Oh. Because the exposed soils, like, again, it's kind of like that chalky, mm. whatever, it's perfect for truffle cultivation. So they're like, well, shit, we can't go grow grapes because phylloxera got them. I guess we'll plant a bunch of oak trees and I was grow, grow truffles. I was going to say specifically to the American bit, I was like, mm. I wonder if it has anything to do with, like, in certain... Like, certain wineries have their own cooperages right. to make barrels. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. And if you find, like, a lot of those at, like, the forest that they plant. Oh, I didn't see any of that in... It was just it was the thought passingly through my head that you've now brought up. So there but you go. But that seems cool. That would have been smart. They should do that. That'd be the cutest time ever. <laughs> in 1890, mm-hmm. uh, truffle plantations covered 750 square kilometers of Ooh. land in France. Damn. And 2,000 tons of truffles were produced that year wow that's a lot that's a lot of truffle it's so much truffles wow but by the beginning of the 20th century so only a couple years later production is plummeting like just off a cliff and is down again according to wikipedia numbers and kind of a weirdly phrased sentence Mm. um it's down almost 99 percent like by from that number now weird so, like, nowadays, we're getting about 20 tons of Is truffles. it just because all the land was now, like, being used for wine again? Or? Well, there's a couple of factors. So glad you asked. Yeah. Mostly, this is due to modernization in Europe mm. and rural flight and the Industrial <sighs> Revolution. Trash. So we have, like, just generally, like, fewer people that are just going to spend all their time mm. Growing truffles. Yeah, makes sense. And then also just like... No blacksmiths, no truffles. It's all fucking gone. I have a bit in my next episode that I'm going to talk about lost arts of different jobs. Incredible. Get ready, continue. (laughs) Teaser. Um, And so, yeah, so there's fewer people in the land. There's fewer um, shepherds and grazing sheep to just like wander through these fields and like prune the acorns and the oak trees for food and firewood and then the forests basically become overgrown like it's not just like an actual cultivated standardized plot of oak trees to then have truffles underneath it just turns into a fucking forest interesting and then what else do we have in the early 20th century 
What? World War One. Ew. <laughs> The worst thing you could have said. I know. Um, So basically at that point, anyone who's still living in a rural area in 19-whatever is then sent en masse to fight for France. 65% of agricultural... of time. (laughs) 65% of agricultural workers from the region of Lot, which is like a big... was a big truffle area before. Mm. um, From that area alone were all mobilized as soldiers. And given the casualty stats of World War One for like yep. a basic foot soldier, it's pretty safe to say that much of the knowledge of truffle cultivation was lost along with the people. Isn't that so crazy that like if you don't protect like knowledge, it just goes away? Like not an intelligent comment, but just sad as hell. It's true. And I think it's like because in like terms of the truffle, it's like, yes, like we can cultivate them like they're not just like a wild thing that you have to just stumble upon but it's not the kind of planting that you can just like sow some seeds and like or just figure out like you have to it has to be this really serious knowledge of the symbiosis of cultivating this root system and the the i can't remember what they call but like the the spore situation network underneath just like looking at like knowing how to look at the land that you're on and know what the fuck's going on around you and just be like oh yeah like i see this and as a result that means this that and the other is happening or like i need to do this in exchange to make it work better totally yeah it's all like gone crazy so now we're basically back to the scarcity that Severin was so stoked on, and truffle prices are too high for everyday consumption, and uh, are back to being luxury. And rich people. That's it. That's the only people that can have truffles. Nobody else. Lame. Um, let's take a quick little dive into truffle hunting. You've mentioned pigs. I don't know why, but I thought you were gonna stop and do an ad break there and like make up an ad in the middle of this. That's like what I thought you were about to start saying. Like let's stop and take a moment to think about like our friends over at X, Y, and Z. You were like, wow, I didn't know that we'd like gotten sponsorship in like the like, last wow. week. No, I didn't like in my mind though, I was like aware that it wasn't gonna be a real ad. I thought you were gonna do a full bit. Honestly, maybe I should. Maybe we should start doing fake ads in the middle of this podcast. That's incredible. Make us look really legit. Anyways, please continue. <laughs> People are like trying to use our codes on fake websites. <laughs> and that's um, why you should use Pantry Stables Pod 15 for 15% off your first HelloFresh box. Uh, Sorry. I've hilarious. That's completely. Um, yes. So flying squirrels. Mm-hmm. Great symbiosis. Love what them. else are perfect symbiosis? The sows. The sweet little piggages. The piggages. Truffle pigs, sows specifically, mm-hmm. are supposedly so good at naturally sniffing out, or snuffling out is actually the word that I wrote here, <laughs> snuffling out truffles. Um, apparently they're so good at it because of a compound emitted by the truffles that is similar to a sex pheromone in boar saliva. Ayo. So the lady pigs are like... Like, they're out there. They're just cruising for dick. They're looking for a man, and all they're finding is nothing but truffle. <laughs> That's the best joke you've ever made. Also, just like, if that isn't a fucking mouthful right there, Cynthia, <laughs> you said it. Um, so, but that is maybe not true. But regardless, pigs are the perfect truffle finders, except for one little problem. They're hungry. They're... They love truffles so much that they want to eat them, which is not great. In ideal for the market. In ideal for a market. Okay, so as it turns out, only pigs, whores, and rich people could eat these. 
there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm yeah. not going to make it. Um, 0.25. Sows have actually been banned from hunting truffles in Italy Aww. since 1985. It was like, no, they're too damaging. They're ruining our our precious micro myocarrhizal system. That's so sad. So they got can, fired. They're fired. They're fired. Uh, so instead, we have dogs as a handy alternative. Because like pigs, they have a great sense of smell. Uh, but unlike pigs, they don't seem to care for the taste. Really? Yeah. You have the only problem is it's like they don't have like an innate like they're not just like out there immediately going. You have to train them, but mm. dogs are very trainable, so yeah, it's small. like a pretty good. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, there you go. I know. Glad they came up with a solution. I know. I did see some very cute pictures of like little like beagley dogs mm. just like proudly being like, "Yep, found these truffles." Oh, I love that. Just like pointing. Mm. <laughs> so, truffles and cooking the reason for the season yeah it should be done sparingly yeah well yeah really not only because of the price but also because they're very strong somebody needs to tell every chef in the north american hemisphere (laughs) that fact yes their volatile aroma Mm -hmm. which is not a derogatory term that's the word for (laughs) volatile um it's perfect for infusing into fats so that you can like add them to like make a compound butter Mm. put them into like your own like good quality oil you can get them into cheese like oh i love a truffle cheese oh yeah some very good truffle cheeses recently um Mm. but because the aromas are so like strong but also like delicate they can dissipate very quickly when cooked Mm. so you should always be suspicious of anything that is like cooked with truffle in it Mm. It should pretty much only ever be like very like thinly shaved and served either raw or like slightly warmed. Mm. Interesting. Or like in a fat, of course, as you said. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, but it's the kind of thing where it's like if something's going to be like a mac and cheese with truffle like baked into it, that's kind of like a weight. Like it's going to lose the the aromas. Um, We should also be very suspicious of truffle oil. Yeah. Most products called truffle oils contain either no truffles mm-hmm. or uh, use pieces of inexpensive, unprized truffle varietals. Because there are, like, within there's the, like, different kinds. tuber, like, truffle thing. Like, there's the main ones, like, black truffles, like the Perigord mm-hmm. are, like, the really good ones. There's white Alba truffles or, like, another, like, very highly prized, pretty, like, medium, strong mm-hmm. flavored one. There are also things that the Romans used to eat that aren't like technically like truffle truffles, but are called dessert truffles. And they're kind of like pinkish. Interesting. Yeah. They're, oh. I know I didn't really talk about them that much, but they're, they're sort of on that like edge where they're like technically like a tuber huh. genus. I'd but they're not love like a, to have that. Yeah. I don't know where you can. I guess we have to go to Italy. It's the only option. Um, but then you can also get like really like lesser, just like random, like, it's technically a truffle, but it's crap. Or it's like a, yeah, a tuber closely related to, I can't remember what they're mm. called, like pizzazzle, pizzales. I, okay. again, could have written it down. Meh. Was like, those sound gross. Not going to do it. No. So enough. those are often in truffle oils or in the worst instances, the oil has been artificially flavored using a synthetic agents, agent such as 2.4 or 2-4 dithiapentane. So that's boar semen, right? Um, honestly, worse. It's oh. the uh, short, not super scientific answer is that it is the, it's a 
the uh, aromatic compounds found in bad breath, foot odor, odor, and farts hmm. mixed with formaldehyde. Super fun. So maybe I'm going to be off truffle fries for a bit. Yeah, hard pass. Ew. I frankly have never loved a truffle fry, and I think it's because I, in my discerning palate, can tell that it's fake. <laughs> There's a thing where it's like, well, when truffle fries first became a thing... And they were so new and fresh. Ago. And like, if you do it right, great. They're they can be very good. They're just but a, such a waste of time half the time. A bad truffle fry is such a disappointment. I'd rather have a regular fry. Also, don't you dare serve me a truffle fry with ketchup. It's disgusting. Why would you do that? There's a restaurant in the city. Ew. That is. I'll tell you after. Okay. Every time I go there, every time I order the truffle fries, because it's one of like the only things I can eat on the happy hour menu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and every time I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to, like, I have to be like, um, hi, can I please get, like, some form of a mayonnaise? Because ketchup is a heinous That's just accoutrement. Oh, it's a weird, like, thing to do with that. Yeah. Huh. I, I thought everybody knew that we are doing, like, an aioli. We'd all agreed on aioli years ago. I feel like that was an unspoken thing that society had all gotten behind. I was like, wow, good for us. We didn't need to talk about it. We just made it happen. Yeah, we're doing mayonnaise with fries now. Get with the picture. Oh, God. Anyway. Some people just don't listen. People don't listen. Mm. Um, that's kind of the end of my notes. So I don't know if you have anything else. People don't like them. Again, I'm only doing foods that people are, <laughs> are very controversial, I guess. Mm. Uh, I, for one, love a truffle. Who doesn't? Again, like a truffle shaved on top of things. So goddamn good. Yeah. A little earthy. I don't little... know why, but the entire time that we've been talking about this, all I can think is that scene in the grate where they're like out truffle hunting. Mm. And then, I, like, I've been so distracted this entire time thinking about <laughs> Nicholas Holt and Elle Fanning. Like, good for you guys. Hope you're having a nice day. <laughs> I love that show. It only took me like 10 years to watch it after everybody told me I'd love it for like ages and ages. I know. I haven't even seen the second season yet, which I know is dumb. And then I know it's not I'll as love. good, but it's really good. Yeah. Also, this is the same thing with me and White Lotus. Literally, if one more person tells me to watch it, I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm going to jump off a fucking, uh, fucking building. I can't do it. I want to watch it. It's not that I don't. It's just that like I emotionally am not there yet. I hear you. Now that I'm all riled, we should just end this episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Um, My mom was sad that mm. we didn't eat cheese on our cheese episode. Aww. And unfortunately, we're not going to be tasting truffles today because I don't have that kind of disposable income. Who does? If you'd like to send us some money so that we can buy truffles, we will send you pictures of Marie eating them in the nude. That's not true. Venmo us. I don't have a Venmo. <laughs> nobody does. Does Yeah, truly nobody does. Um, Anyways... I'm also sad we're not eating truffles right now. I know. Should we go eat pasta after this, actually? We could think about it. I'm really yeah. hungry. I thought I wasn't going to be, and then I am. It's You know what it was? Is I was thinking I was just craving mochi, those mochi ice creams, but it turns out I'm actually just hungry. Yeah, a classic tale. Mm. I mean, a I can't. A tale as old as time. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, tell us whether or not you like truffles or you hate them, or if you are pro truffle fries, regardless of the. Um, formaldehyde involved um that would be on pantry staples pod on instagram your favorite instagram spot all right rate review subscribe tell your friends tell your foes we'll talk to you two weeks how dare you i saw what you're doing how dare i